Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. This week on the podcast, we check in with Anna Haslin, the first deaf storyteller to share a story at Tell Us Something. We sat down in July of 2020 during the midst of the pandemic, and she shared with us what it was like to share a story at Tell Us Something, her excitement to participate in the Miss America pageant representing her state of Montana, as well as some of the unique challenges that deaf people face during the pandemic. All this coming up. Big thanks to our title sponsor, The Good Food Store. And thanks to our enduring sponsors, CabinetParts.com and Blackfoot Communications. Special thanks to our champion sponsor, True Food Missoula. Each year across Missoula, nonprofits raise money during Missoula Gives for expanded programming, special projects, or sometimes just to keep the lights on. Tell us something looks forward to your support during Missoula Gives May 6th and 7th. Learn more at missoulagives.org. So, Anna, you've been coming to tell us something for how long? Um, wow, I think it's been about five years. So, how did you come to decide that you wanted to tell a story? Good question. Let me see. Um, So my interpreter, Bonnie, actually told me that there was an event called Tell Us Something, and I hadn't heard about it. And so I went and was in the audience, and then I felt that I could probably get up there too. And I know that there weren't any deaf people that had done it before, so I felt it would be really empowering for me to get up there and just tell a story. Um, And then the audience, oh my gosh, they were so supportive and so excited and when I finished the story, they were all applauding for me in sign language, and it was just such an mm-hmm. honor, and I, I like being more of a representative for the community, so I felt inspired. And when you told your story, what was it like afterwards? So it, it just felt like a really big change for me. Um, I've always been a very like closed and personal person, but getting up there and telling the story, I felt you know just some new emotions, and I was able to get out of my shell some more. I made some new friends, and we all supported each other. Um, it was great. It feels like I'm part of a big family now. You are. Exactly. <laughs> so you've done this twice. You've told a story twice. Is there one that you enjoy telling more than the other one? It's hard to choose, but I think the one that I told about the uh, the two horses, you know, Joe and then the other horse. So, yeah, I think those that was my favorite one to tell. Yeah. Everyone loves horse stories. Yeah. And I know that when I was trying to make the sound, you know, for the kissing the horse, that the audience act, looked like they really enjoyed that, too. Yeah. You told the story about heartbreak, too. Did that guy right. ever, did he get to listen to it? So, yeah, actually, he did, and he 
contacted me and you know he apologized for um the whole experience and so you know we're friends you know once in a while we'll see each other but just friends his loss <laughs> yeah actually yeah <laughs> so what have you been up to since then i heard you have some news so I am so excited to let you know that just last month I was in a competition for Miss Montana for the Americas and I won oh my gosh it was my first time and it, um, the first time that there's been a deaf woman representing the state and so I think um, the first time I'm going to be doing some kind of appearance is uh, going to be in November of this year and I'm hoping that um, I can give speeches like in schools and different communities and and really inspire people and empower um, <laughs> yeah so yeah Montana is just my home and I am excited to represent it that's awesome so when is the pageant itself <laughs> So in October, sometime I'm going to be competing on the national level, um, and I think next month I'll get more information, but I'll keep you updated. It's on my Facebook page. <laughs> Anna won the Miss Congeniality Award during the Miss America pageant. Ultimately, the crown went to Miss Virginia, uh, Camille Schreier. Um, I know when I was in the pageant previously, I was um, given the award for Miss Congeniality. So, um, you know, we could always have more people around and, and just everybody go together. And I want to say um, just thank you so much to my, my two directors. They've been so nice and respectful and professional and working with me and we all work together. So it's been such a great support system. So, so proud of you. That's amazing. Thank you so much for letting us know about that. Thank you. You're welcome. And so then the next time you tell a story at Tell Us Something, you'll be Miss America. Is that right? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Is there um, anything else that you want listeners to know before we play their story, your story for them? Um, I'm a so I think it's important for people to know, I wanted to share, um, you know, with this coronavirus that's happening, it's been really hard for deaf and hard of hearing people to be able to communicate because of the mask requirement. It covers most of your face. So what's been really cool is that there's these masks with a clear window that the um, deaf and hard of hearing people use. I have a friend that actually makes them. Emily, she's from uh, Washington State. And there's also a place in Darby here in Montana. And they work really hard to provide the community with um, a way to be able to provide access for the deaf and hard of hearing community. And it's, I know it's hard, like if you're trying to communicate and someone needs to read your lips, you have to remove your mask. So for just for the deaf and hard of hearing people also, it's hard to communicate if they rely on reading lips. So these masks are incredibly helpful. So if that's, that's a good idea. And can you provide us a link to where we can order those masks? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd be happy to yeah. give you that information yeah, for the contact. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. And I don't have any other questions. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Oh, wow. Um, I, I don't know. Let me see. Um, I, could ask, I could ask you about your um, experiences now with your business. Maybe um, what do you think about inviting more deaf people to tell stories? I mean, I've always wanted to do that. I don't know how to encourage them. Do you have any advice on how I can be more inclusive? Good question. So there's a deaf school in Montana that we could contact and see if there's anyone who would come and tell stories. Um, and they have interpreters there that we could put on video if they if we do it remotely. There's always different access ways, and there's. Um, I'd be happy to also myself just contact my deaf and hard of hearing friends and try to get them up here on stage to tell a story. I mean, if I can do it, I think anyone can. And I want to thank Bonnie, my interpreter, and also Denise for interpreting. I know it's hard to um, get interpreters for all the stories and all of your events, and I know it can be frustrating, and captioning is really frustrating and hard to get to look just right. But the interpreting and, and the captioning is really okay. important um, for people who aren't completely deaf but also hard of hearing and they can't catch all the words. So part of what I want to do is just help bridge communication gaps. And um, people I know are always fascinated with sign language and they're always watching the interpreter, which is great. And um, like my best friend Erica, she got fascinated with sign language and now okay. she's going into an interpreter program in Oregon to become an interpreter. So I'm so excited to see how she <laughs> develops. And I know when she's done, I'll definitely be hiring her too. Well, I can tell you this, that um, I have a friend who knows ASL, but she's not an interpreter. And even before I started bringing Bonnie and Denise on to help interpret, I didn't know that I needed to bring on certified interpreters. And so I was asking other people to do it and they kept telling me no, but they didn't tell me why. And so I'd been working on getting interpreters to interpret the stories for a couple of years before I finally talked to, bon to Denise, excuse me, and asked her like, what, why aren't anybody, why isn't anybody saying yes to this? And she explained, the requirement for certification. And so then, finally, we developed this relationship, and here we are. And it's great that, you know, you're more comfortable, you know, having the interpreters there and just having them be a part of the whole thing. And, and I know communication is so important and I know people don't always understand that sign language is a foreign language right. and that writing back and forth with people is okay um, but because it's a foreign language that can be difficult so using a certified interpreter who knows ASL um, is just so important to match communication styles with this pandemic it's 
changed so much and there's so many emotions that people are experiencing and having to realize you know what can happen with the pandemic is is really difficult and i know that we're not alone you know with our our struggles with communication and everything else and you know i know eventually maybe <laughs> covid will be gone it could be years it could be five minutes i don't know you can only try your best you know and like i always tease my friends and my family you know we like right now we're sitting six feet away and um sometimes you know i i sign larger and then we are not six feet away and i say oh excuse me that's too close so yeah well thank you so much anna for being here today and, uh-oh. You're welcome. And thank you for allowing me, um, you know, giving me the honor to do this little interview. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it's, you being It here. makes me proud. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks. After the break, watch Anna share her story live on stage as she shared it in front of a sold-out crowd at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana in September of 2019. Thanks again to our title sponsor, The Good Food Store. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Thanks to our enduring sponsors, cabinetparts.com and Blackfoot Communications. Learn more at blackfoot.com. Special thanks to True Food Missoula. You can find them at truefoodcsa.com. And Joyce of Tile. You can find Joyce at joyceoftile.com. Anna Haslin loves the community with her kindness. Loves to help the community with their kindness. She is the one who breaks the barrier and can, and can do the impossible. Watch out for her crazy skill with Yaz kicks. Her nickname is Anna Banana. Note that Anna is deaf and her story will be voiced by Bonnie Curian. The way to clap for deaf people is to wave your hands like this. So after her story is finished, the house lights will come up and we can all show our love for Anna together. Please welcome Anna Hasland. About four years ago, me and my best friend Erica were in French town at an organization called HART, which is an equine recreation and therapy organization. We were volunteering with those horses. Erica asked me if I wanted to go up to Flathead to pick up four new horses for this therapy ranch. And I was so excited. I said, of course I do. So it was me and Erica and her half-sister, Selena. We met the owner up there at this other ranch, and he said, go ahead and pick your horse. So I looked at all the horses, and I saw this beautiful, perfect horse. He was huge. He was brown and flowing mane. And I felt a little nervous, though. I knew it was important that we had to be able to trust each other. So I offered him my hand, and he sniffed my hand. He let me pet his nose. And I asked the owner, I said, what is this horse's name? He said, oh, the horse's name is Joe. And I said, well, that's really funny. My mom's name is Joe, so <laughs> apparently this is meant to be. This is a good connection. 
So I got on the horse, we're riding along, and the way most people communicate with a horse is they make a clicking sound. Well, I can't click, so I decided to make a kissing sound instead. It worked great, it worked great. He liked it. So a few months later, Erica and I decided that we wanted to take these horses out on a trail ride. And there were four of us. Again, it was Erica, Selena. She was about seven at the time, and the ex-wife of the owner. I'm not sure how she got in the group, but. <laughs> so we're riding along. We keep going. We're on this Forest Service road. It was a nice big road, perfect for four people, four horses. So we're all riding along. We go on up a few miles. We were just going to go up and turn around and come back. Everything was going on great. And of course, I was on the lead horse, which is ridiculous because I'm deaf. But <laughs> here I go. In about 10, 15 minutes, I start feeling in my gut like something's not quite right. I turn around, and oh my gosh, Erica is waving frantically. And I knew quickly that something had to be wrong. So I'm trying to kiss at my horse again to get him to stop. I tur we turn around and we see that the ex-wife was on one of the meanest horses. She yanked on the reins and he kicked her right off and she actually broke her leg. So I look over at Erica and we see Selena. It's her first time on a horse. Now she is scared to death. She's screaming hysterically. And we knew that we needed to calm her down so that her horse didn't get scared and buck her off. So we're trying to keep her calm. We don't want her to scare the horse. And now we're trying to figure out what are we gonna do now? How are we gonna get four horses down? And oddly enough, these two men come walking up the Forest Service Road. We thought, well, this is perfect timing. And they asked if they could help. We said, uh, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so we said, how are you gonna help? I said, oh, we have a truck right over here. So they were able to pick up the ex-wife and put her in the truck, helped her out. We said, bye. So then Erica takes me to the other horse, and she brings me the reins to guide the other horse down the trail, and the reins slipped out of my hand. Then the horse, he just kept trotting along like nothing was going on, and I thought, oh great, now we have a runaway horse. So I have to get next to this horse. I'm riding my horse. I'm trying to use my horse to guide the other horse so that I could grab the reins. And while we were going down the Forest Service Road, it was really curvy. We finally get to a flat spot. I look at my horse, I look at the other horse, and I have this incredible plan. I know it's a little crazy, but it's a great plan. So I'm talking to Joe, and I'm saying, stay here. I have faith in you. Do not take off on me. Just stay with me. So I go over side saddle, and Erica is looking at me. She knows exactly what I'm going to do. She tries to tell me not to. I jump off of Joe, I scream, I land. It kind of felt like Zorro, actually. I jump over, I land on this horse, this mean one, his name is Balthazar. And I feel, this is incredible. I really should be in a movie, this was amazing. I should be a stunt person. So I grab the reins, I pull him back. Everybody's absolutely shocked. 
Erica says, you are insane. What the hell do you think you're doing? I said, well, I, I actually can't believe I did that myself. But look, everything's, everything's great. Now there's no more problems. So the ex-wife was taken to the hospital. Yes, she broke her leg. Selena got over her fear of the horses, and she's fine. And Eric and I are still best friends. Thank God. Now we have a story we can tell our grandchildren for years to come what crazy risk takers we are. For a video of Anna and her friend Erica, visit tellussomething.org. If you want to support what we do, recommend the Tell Something podcast to just two people who have never heard it before. And rate us on your favorite podcasting app. It really helps get the word out. Please plan on donating to Tell Us Something during Missoula Gives May 6th and 7th. Learn more at missoulagives.org. If you ever want to drop me a line, you can find me at mark at tellussomething.org. That's mark, N-A-R-C, at tellussomething.org. Thanks to our in-kind sponsors, Large Jam Presents. Learn more about them at logjampresents.com. Thanks to Missoula Broadcasting Company. Learn more at missoulabroadcasting.com. Float Missoula. Learn more at floatmsla.com. Geckodesigns.com. MissoulaEvents.net. Makers of Cheddarboard. Podcast production by me, Mark Moss. To learn more about Tell Us Something, visit tellusomething.org. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Get vaccinated. And have a story-worthy day.